0: My 7 Chakras, episode 147.
1: Whoever is happy will make others happy too. The 7 Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras... Help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose. Welcome to my seven chakras. And now your host, Aditya
0: Jai Kumar. Kumar. What's up action takers, AJ here, founder and host of My 7 Chakras and I want to welcome you back to your friendly and supportive radio show. A show where we encourage imperfectness, a show where we challenge you to dream big and a show where we help you remember the ancient wisdom that you were born to embrace. This is a show where we learn how to use practices, mindsets and exercises to balance our chakras and set forth on a human revolution, not only for your benefit, but for the evolution of humanity as a whole. Action Tribe, as always, I'm back with an exciting episode. But before that, I have a question for you. What is that one action that you've taken after listening to our show? I repeat, what is that one action that you've taken after listening to My 7 Chakras? I'm really interested in your response. So if you're on social media, post your answer using the hashtag My 7 Chakras. You can also email me at aj at My7Chakras.com. That's aj at my 7 And let me hold you accountable to taking Massive action. And with that, we are now ready to welcome our featured guest for today, Ghilane Valley. So, Ghilaine, are you ready to inspire?
1: I am. Um, let's say I will challenge people and to do what their heart is telling them to do, because that's what I did in my life 30 years ago.
0: That is wonderful. And as you know, our listeners called action takers are always up for the challenge. A little bit about our featured guest today, Ghislaine Valley grew up in the small town of Valleyfield, Quebec and graduated from the mm-hmm. television program at CEGEP de Jonquière School of Media Arts and Technology. She had a successful career as a scriptwriter and film editor in Paris and Montreal but left the television industry after meeting world-renowned palmist Ghansham Singh Birla. Her life was so transformed by the ancient science of Vedic palmistry that she dedicated her life to its study and practice. In the, her last 30 years as a professional palmist, she has helped thousands of clients improve their lives and has inspired tens of thousands lecturing across North America. And through many of radio and television appearances, Ghislaine lives and practices palmistry in Montreal and Shenville, Quebec at the Birla Center. So Gillen, thank you so much for coming on our show. I'm really looking forward to some of the amazing insights and the challenge that you're going to share with our listeners. But before we actually begin our show, let's start with a dose of some inspiration. So what is your favorite inspirational quote and how do you apply this quote in your life?
1: Well, one of my favorite is from Anne Frank mm-hmm. and it say, whoever is happy will make others happy too. And for me, that's always I was amazed because we know Anne Frank and we know her life. We know that she was in exile or the situation, the difficulties she faced and that little girl could have such a sentence so and for me that's what my job always is trying to be happy and it's not easy it's not easy these days for sure because all the circumstances there to make us not happy so my point is how to be happy because what's the point of being alive and then when you are happy how can you share it with other people because we have to do it so for me that's a big inspiration right there.
0: Wonderful I love this Quote, whoever is happy will make others happy too. Action Tribe, as you know, happiness is infectious. So, especially in a challenging situation, in the midst of sadness, in the midst of obstacles, be the person who is happy. And not just Mm -hmm. that, make sure that you share that happiness with others so that you can pull people up onto that mythical raft that we're all on and avoid the white waters of unhappiness, challenge, and obstacles. So, with that, Firstly, thanks a lot for sharing this amazing quote with us and Mm -hmm. let's dive right in. What inspired you to write your book The Happy Palmist?
1: Well, it's interesting. First, um, since uh, I'm young, I've been looking to be happy because I was quite sad even as a teenager Mm -hmm. and oh, so many situations happen and I decided to work like you said, into the film industry television and I even have this dream job in Paris so I thought, hey, maybe over there the happiness will be and I I went with all my hope in my suitcases and to realize even as I was in this city of light, my heart was dark and I was not happy with all outside job, glamour, whatever. And uh, But when I came back to uh, Montreal, I heard the name of Gansham Singh Birla, a palmist. And uh, it was not palmistry that struck me because I had an experience before and I was not really impressed. But the name. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, maybe this man will know what's going on with me? How can I be happy? And uh, so I met him, I had my consultation, and of course, it changed my life completely. Well, Gansham first of all, told me, when he saw my hand, he said, well, you have 12 major defects. And that me was like, okay, one a minute. So if I work on all of that, then I could be happy. So it's not just telling people, um, fortune telling let's say, oh this will happen, that will happen. Vedic palmistry try to make you empowerment of yourself, of your own life. Mm-hmm. So that's what Gansham did with me. And I apply it. I apply everything he, he mentioned. And I became a palmist and oh boy, did I had so many um, fun, adventure, and I met so many people like Mother Teresa because we went at one point in India, 1996, and she died a couple of months after in uh, 1997. And oh boy, were we lucky to meet her. And I wanted her hand print, but she was so busy. And she just uh, looked at me and she saw I was passionate, you know, where can I see your hand? And she goes, what do you want to see in my old hands? And she just Put it like that in front of my eyes. And to this day, I go, Oh, Guylaine, I should have taken a picture or a video, you know? <laughs> but you don't think you're so impressed by her. But I wanted to see, is she a real saint? It's funny, hein? I thought of it mm. at that time. Because when you go to Calcutta and you saw her little ashram, it's like a little piece of heaven in the most most poor difficult place in earth you know and she had this long heart line heart line is the line on the top in your hand and Mm -hmm. uh, she had this beautiful beautiful round heart going to the index with three branches going into Mm -hmm. the index fingers on both hands and that's a sign of unconditional love compassion so for sure i saw her hand and i went oh boy oh boy but her headline the one just below was really straight so that's mean she's tough she's strong and uh, of course you need to be you need to have a real strength to do something like this so that was one good um, meeting. Then also we met uh, Wayne Dyer a couple of years, met two time we met him. And, oh boy, beautiful philosophic hand, a lot of sign of wisdom, with a beautiful love of truth, love of God. This is right under your uh, the big fingers there, just underneath. It's a little line. And uh, very, very nice, humble Man And so many like this that I met. So all of that inspired me to write the book because I go, it helped me so much. Palmistry changed me, changed my life. And I want to help a lot of people finding their joy. And it's right there in our hands. They're our best, best friend. And they're right there beside us. 24 hours a day
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you mentioned that You always wanted to be happy Even as a youngster And at that point Mm -hmm. You did not know What true happiness is But you decided to work In film and TV You went to Paris You packed your bag And you left But then after a certain point You realized that In the midst of all the glamour Your heart was dark You found that something Was missing in your life And when you came back You heard of Kansham Bidla And you were a bit skeptical Because you've had Palmistry experiences in the past But you know I can imagine some of our listeners might be a bit skeptical about palmistry in general, but you took action in faith and you applied those recommendations to your life as well. Mm -hmm. And that really transformed your life because it led you to uh, new experiences and meeting so many inspiring people like Mother Teresa and Wayne Dyer as well. And you you wrote the book so that Mm -hmm. you could share those amazing experiences with people around the world. So thanks a lot for writing the book. And moving on, what exactly is Vedic palmistry and how is that different from the other types of palmistry that might be available?
1: But it's very different. Well, Vedic palmistry comes from the Vedas, and this is the old ancient science. We know that, like five thousand years ago. And it's Ayurveda's. So how to live a happy, good, balanced life. So Vedic palmistry is based on wanted to be balanced. So when we look at the hand, we're trying to find that middle point, that balance everywhere, at that Tai Chi almost. So sure. if let's say your heart line is longer than the head line, it's going to create problem and we're going to attract situation out of that misfit. So instead of predicting, because in a way, doing prediction is quite easy because you look at the imbalance and you go, hey, and you know, we don't really change that much. So, And then you can predict, oh, well, you're going to have that, 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 that. So that's not helpful. That's just making the person go one more time, one more experience, one more challenge, one more suffering. So Mm -hmm. one day we have to go enough of this. And if the person realizes, oh, it's because my heart line is long, but my head stopped. So I cannot trust. I have difficulties to, to be in my heart. I'm always analyzing, questioning everybody's intention, my own intention. So, hey, if I continue being like this, I will never engage my heart into anything. I'll just live like a puppet. So, I need to learn to grow. But if we don't know what to change, yeah. what I love with palmistry, Vedic palmistry, it's really like the neurosciences now. It's like mm. plasticity of the brain where you can change. And for me, the because we take the imprint when we see people. And with the handprint, it's the perfect monitor to see the change. Mm -hmm. So the person can come every month. Every three months, we take print, or even if they come after two years, and you will go, whoa, then you see all the change happen. They don't really need to speak too much. We, we just see it. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's amazing.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. That's really exciting. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's so, um, because it's, it, you see, what I love is like every hand is unique. And because every story, everybody is unique in their own challenge or, or life. So we take that in account. So even though uh, we may have our five fingers, everybody and the three major line, but basically because the rest of the palm is so different, we have to look like that differently. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> it's so neat. Knowing about us. <laughs>
0: absolutely you know you you spoke about the fact that every palm is unique and in line with that every story is unique so you sort of uh, use your eye to not only look at the lines and see what might happen in the person's life but sort of suggest uh, actionable steps and recommendations that the person can take in order to make those changes so that it's it's really empowering you know it's not just this is going to happen but then I can actually do something to change my Mm -hmm. life so on that very line for someone who's new to Vedic palmistry what are some of the benefits of this amazing practice
1: mm-hmm. like um, one example i just saw this girl and uh, when she come to see me she, of course it's in one hand the hand we write with it called active hands mm-hmm. so she's right-handed right so her active sure. hand is right and she had this beautiful again long heart going right to the index fingers but in the inactive hand the left hand who is her subconscious the heart line go down. It doesn't go up. It go down. So when she come to see me, she goes, oh, I'm tired of my boyfriend. I'm on a roller coaster. We fight every day. It's not fun. And hmm. uh, blah, blah, blah. So the whole idea is to blame the boyfriend. And... She wants to just get rid of him. And then what? She's going to attract another one and another one. When I saw her hand, I said, well, to tell you the truth, your right hand wants to live a very harmonious love life. But in your left hand, it's not like that. Subconsciously, you do not trust. You push away Mm -hmm. the person. You criticize. So when she realized uh-oh, it's me who attract that situation, then we start to change. You know, like this sentence who said, change me, not the circumstance. We have to go from inside out, not from outside in. It's it's reverse. That's it. So this girl now goes, okay, I'm going to work on it. And not to change the boyfriend because she'll change, she'll attract the same situation. I know it. Sure. i saw it so many times. So it's just a different name and a different look, but basically same character. Life is economic. Me, I'm always amazed. I go, how come I have that challenge and I'm going to attract exactly that person who's going to press that button in me? And I mean, how many millions, zillion of people we are, but we attract exactly what we need to learn, to grow. So, uh, yeah, so that's for sure. But also, I remember, like, um, again, like, lifeline. Lifeline is the one line almost like going around the thumb, you see? Big line. And, uh, I saw lifeline growing. So people, when they come and they said, oh, I'm not gonna die young, because if, let's say, the lifeline is short, mm-hmm. you cannot say, oh, yeah, you know, uh, start having a good insurance and, uh, plan your funeral. <laughs> You cannot say that. It's terrible. So instead, you have to go, okay, the person is living for what purpose? What's in the hand is more alive? Is it the emotion? Is it the fear? Or maybe I don't have a vision, a long-term vision. So for me, mm-hmm. I wanted to work until, let's say, my freedom 55. But after that, I don't have a plan. So you need, so I saw people growing their lifeline because they made a plan in their wow. life. They had a long-term vision or growing their head or growing their heart or any line you want to change. Again, it's like um, plasticity. It's possible. And you know, you don't need to tattoo them. They will come up. As much as your thinking change, your line will change.
0: Wonderful. So you spoke about the heart line, both on the left and the right hand. You Mm -hmm. spoke about the lifeline. You spoke about the headline as well. For the benefit of our listeners, could you maybe repeat where these lines are so that our listeners can look at their palm right now?
1: Yeah, that they can exactly follow with me. So these three, absolutely, (laughs) you're right. These, I'm so used to it, you know. These three lines are easy to see without sure. even taking in print. So the first one on the top, okay. who uh, like close to the fingers, it's called the heart line. The one in the middle, it called the head line. And the one who's kind of turning around the thumb, it's the lifeline. Now, it's best to have one of each. Maybe we have one, one and a half, two. Maybe we don't. Don't worry. If ever you go, oh, I don't have a head, I'm sure it's there. It's just that it's mixed up maybe with the heart. Mm -hmm. But these three lines are the three big subconscious line they're a little more difficult to change because they're deep ingrained in us we love a certain way not just from us but the dna how our Mm. family teach us to love and whatever happened when let's say mom was carrying us and all of that and headline the same as lifeline so it's not so easy to change habit But when you become conscious, that's what I love of Vedic palmistry. It's Mm self-awareness of what's happening. And if you are aware, ah, I behave a certain way so that behavior may attract that. That's why my line is like this. Then you change it accordingly. You know, it's like driving a car. Yeah. You have to, um, yeah, you have to change lane time to time because if not, uh, you don't want an accident. <laughs> yeah
0: so really quick what does the headline stand for again
1: oh the headline is how we think okay. it's our mind mm-hmm. and it's in the middle meaning it's in the way all the time it's always there so now
0: our mind is always on the way <laughs> in the way yeah oh
1: yeah <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh yeah but what's fun one line was going up starting from the wrist yeah. or and it's going all the way up. That's the line of destiny. That's our work. That's our job. That's our mission in life. Now, is that line being stopped by the head or it's going, it passing through? Like in my case, when I met Gansham, it did. It stopped by the head. So my head was too much in the picture, for sure. Mm. And it's funny because Gansham make me start. To take courses, I I decided to take uh, uh, courses, and they were all in English, and I didn't speak one word in English. Mm -hmm. Crazy, huh? Yeah. And uh, and I had my little dictionary, French English, and uh, but whatever. And it was the headline course, and I remember my first classes. I had big headache, and I thought, okay, at least I got ahead. I don't know what's coming in it, but but when whatever Gansham uh, taught. And it makes so much sense. When I understood, I went, oh, my God, that's what it means. So, yeah, so headline is, is one line. All of them, they're super important. We need to um, see them in, in harmony. But the head cannot be the boss. The three major yeah. line has to be in synchronicity. Then we connect with our soul. And that's the fun start. That's why I call my book The Happy Palmist. I'm working on it. <laughs> I promise you. So it's a workout every day.
0: <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs>
1: to be happy, no matter what. Yeah.
0: Now, you spoke about neuroplasticity. Mm-hmm. And I've read that after the person makes a positive change in their life, it takes up to 90 days for those inner changes to be reflected in the lines and signs of our hand. Is it really possible? Do the lines change?
1: Yep. that's fast. Absolutely. Mm. It depends of our willpower, of our uh, intensity. And or I see sometimes desperation because hey, we're, when we are in need, we want to change, yeah. and uh, and de- this is like a real, um, real big, uh, big move, uh, just for. Letting you know, you know, like our five fingers yep. represent our first five chakra. So mm. it's interesting your your show is the seven chakra. The six and the seven, they're the harmony of the whole hands. But the five fingers, the five elements, the five first chakra, and the thumb with the first chakra, on the okay. top of your thumb is the will power. Now that mm. will, if I keep my thumb inside. I'm not activating my will. I can nap my willpower. So I will not, I will dream mm. about many things, but I will not be able to do it. That's why when you see kids and they're very, very shy and their thumb is all closed in. So you don't want to put them in front of a school that they're going to faint. Yeah. So you have to go very, very carefully. And we need to take the thumb away from the index fingers. We need at least 45 degree angle. And, Then you know that your willpower is activated just by massaging your will, you're massaging that intensity in us to want it to to change faster Mm -hmm. many things
0: yeah and as you you know pointed out to the fact that the five fingers represent the five chakras i sort of noticed that the ring finger coincides with the heart chakra absolutely so there's definitely a reasoning behind that right absolutely (laughs) okay that's amazing
1: and if you have a line going all the way up to that fingers it called the sun line and that mm-hmm. mean it's a line of love passion magnetism talent it's like the sun in the sky. He shine no matter the cloud or whatever comes. Imagine if the sun came in my office and goes, "Oh, nobody look at me anymore." They all have their big glasses, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> cannot be.
1: He shine. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So when That's you amazing. have a sun line, it's make you very popular. People like you very much. Well, everyone will like to have all the good lines. We all crave for that. But true. the sun, it's interesting you mentioned this one, Aditya, because, and it's funny because your name represents sun. That's true. So that sun, <laughs> ring fingers will be important for you. And that sun line means you love something very much. And that's what I try to tell my, my client, my student, what do you love? And if you do, do you love it enough to do sacrifice for it? And when that comes, magic comes, you know? It's um true. but it's the fingers also related to the public image. So many times we'll be really worried about what other people are gonna say. And and that that's wrong. We cannot go in the head of others because we'll spend a lot of time there. So we need to always come back and say, Okay, what we need to change for sure. If maybe we hurt some people we need to know that. Yeah. But not to be affected. By public. Like I had this beautiful little girl. Well, little girl. Yeah. She was six foot tall. Uh, she was black. Oh. Her mother is white. And she was so shy. So, so shy. But under her ring finger, she had a beautiful little star. And a star mean she's a star. She's going to be famous. She can be mm. loved by millions of people. She'll attract fan club. So I just look at her. And her thumb was closed in. And I went, okay, she doesn't know who she is for sure and uh, i helped her out for many many uh, years and she turned around i said you're tall then be tall you know be proud just just don't yeah. be shy. And, hey, your white mother, it's wonderful. Let's show your multicultural girl. People will love you because of. And, mm. um, and today she's a big host in, in New York. She wrote a couple of books. But she's um, she helped kids, teenager, to be strong, to live their passion. So And that's for her. She said, that's my, my uh, calling because I, I want to that's change beautiful. them. Yeah. So for me, when I see that, I get very, very happy. That's my paycheck.
0: Now you mentioned before that you have met St. Mother Teresa For the benefit of our listeners What was the context of your meeting And what was the experience like?
1: Oh, so nice Well, we went to India because again Gansham got uh, honoured in India for the mm. work he do here in Canada, and Gansham generous as he is, and he said, "Well, I don't want to go there alone, so we decided to bring the whole team because we're a work oh, school. Right. Yeah, the Burla Center, so we he, he brought all of us, fifteen of us. And um, but so, but as soon as we arrive in Calcutta after a couple of days, Gansham got very sick. Uh, he got malaria. And, uh, and boy, we were so scared. But we had a doctor who did the acupuncture on him. And at one time uh, in the night, Gansham just wake up. And mm. he told Kathleen, my, my other teacher, he said, go see Mother Teresa. Wow. And uh, so she went, call, find her number, and it's Mother Teresa who answered. And she went, "Acha, acha, is it you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, can we see you? She said, yeah, come now. So a couple of our friends, because everybody was a bit uh, like, you know, they're all gone, gone many places. So we were maybe four yeah. or five of us. We took a taxi. And of course, everybody knows where to go. And they brought us to Mother Teresa's place. And it was so many people, yeah. many, hundreds and hundreds, waiting to see her. So yeah. uh, me and my teacher Kathleen, we sat on the, not far from a door. And all of a sudden, she came out of there. And she looked at both of us and goes, "Help me out here!" And she give us many middle and uh, and we started to follow her. But and we were mm-hmm. so shy because we said, "But they want to see you." And she wanted us to give medal to all of them. And uh, and that's what me because I had my kit to take print because this follow me everywhere. Right? It's my little mm-hmm. search. And uh, I wanted to take her handprint. And she goes, no, no, no. I don't have time for this. (laughs) But I have to tell you that when I saw her, and and my first, when I saw her, the first thing is her feet. Because I was sitting down, and I was probably, I don't know if I was praying, but, uh, and I saw these little feet. They were larger than long, full of bunions, onions, so bad, but they were like roots. And then I look, and Promise Aditya, she had no ego. She was like strong, like a mountain, mm. but empty inside. And rare that I felt that with some people. Well, actually I, I feel that with my teacher here, Gansham but she had that energy in her. She was not there. It's not her, it's not her ego. It's she's there to serve people. And in mm. that service we follow. And and I have to tell you, when we came back from that meeting to the hotel, Gansham was eating a ball of lentil <laughs>
0: <laughs> with a chapati. He
1: was quite happy and he was cured. <laughs> so we, was we always said, oh, my God, she did a miracle there for sure. <laughs> and uh, too bad we couldn't say it. But it's interesting. Oh, yeah. So meeting her was a real... um, I'll never forget,
0: for sure. That's beautiful. Yeah. as we speak, I'm sure many of our listeners have this one question on their minds. How do I read my palm? So is there a simple tip that you can share with us that would allow our listeners to learn just a little bit about mm-hmm. their life by looking at their palm?
1: Oh, boy, oh, boy. It's so, um. well, for sure, it's um, first thing I will say, if you have a chance, come for a consultation. Come and see me yeah. or come and see Gansham. And, you know, we're one phone call away because we, we send a kit. To take their imprint mm. or they can send me, uh, because now with pictures, with scan their hand, it's pretty wow. clear. So people can just send me their scan and uh, we can do a consultation over the phone. That's no problem. And uh, and also we can learn about palmistry because all of the classes are online. So it's fun. But just a few quick, because now it's just you don't have your imprint done, just your hands like this, and yeah. uh, but try to see is your hand if first of all, if we have too many lines in our hands, that's mean we're too nervous, we're too agitated, and mm. our breathing is hyper, so we're like a type A personality a little bit.
0: Interesting. same
1: thing yeah, same thing if my hand is a little red, so it's too much. Maybe I'm studying for an exam. Maybe I, um, I lost my loved one. I'm going through some stress. Or maybe I'm going to go and do a competition in, in Rio, so I'm fully recharged. But still, so is it red just temporarily or it's red all the time? That's a different story. Because we don't want to be on red too much because that's sure. what the adrenaline is shooting. Mm-hmm. So, but if I don't have too much line... If let's say I don't really see a sun line or a line of destiny or even a little union line—that's a line on the pink at the little fingers there, yeah. tiny little horizontal line—that many times people think it's the baby. No, no, that's relationship. Oh, so okay. those lines we should have maybe one, well, not maybe for sure we should have one. Two, maybe three. I will not go more than that mm. because then we're in trouble. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks a lot for sharing. Action Tribe. To access the show notes for today's episode, visit my 7 forward slash 147. That's my 7 forward slash 147. When we least expect it, life sets us on a challenge to test our courage and willingness to change. At such a moment, there is no point in pretending that nothing has happened or in saying that we're not yet ready. The challenge will not wait. Life does not hold back. A week is more than enough time for us to decide whether or not to accept our destiny. So this is an amazing quote by Paulo Coelho. Action Tribe, the message in this one is clear. Life doesn't send you warnings. Things happen all of a sudden and when they do, you have to take some decision. Whatever happens, you you are going to learn from this experience and ultimately remember that you are way more powerful than your circumstances. And even though you cannot control what really happens, you can control how you react to it and ultimately the story that you write. So Gillian, take us back to a time when you experienced a major life challenge. How did you encounter it? And then how did you plan to get past that obstacle?
1: Mm, so many challenges I face, I have to tell you, but mm. uh, starting, let's say, When I was young, again, as a teenager, and again, this is all in in my book, just as inspiring other people because my story, I feel, is the story of many. And uh, so when I was young, And, uh, well, as a teenager, um, I got bullied a couple of times at school. And one time I had this uh, uh, leather jacket. It was not leather. It was kind of imitation, more plastic with fur. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) When I think about it today, I go, oh, my God, did I really wear that? (laughs) And I thought I looked so cool, you know. And I'm going to school with that. And I'm maybe uh, 12 years old and uh, with a a bunch of girls. that They were very tough. And they kind of um, ambushed me, you know. And then they started to bombard me with a dozen of eggs. And uh, so I got so humiliated. So then you go back home with your full eggs everywhere on you. And I thought my Mm -hmm. coat was ruined. But uh, so that was a tough one. And then also uh, another time I was young and I I had these long hair and I decided to cut them off and to look like Mia Farrow at the time. But mm. to my surprise, I didn't know I was really curly. And I become more like Annie, the movies, and uh, or like just curly, curly. So I try to do dip, dip, do or whatever. So all of that, to say that, it made me lose my self-confidence. I felt I didn't fit anywhere. I was not popular. and uh, And then... At my home, one of my brother was really gentle, beautiful, popular to the day he became depressed, very deep depression. And, uh, and that was difficult for the whole family. And he, he used to come to me and said, oh, Gilan I'll kill myself and you'll find me in the basement. And I was, again, like around 12 years old. Now, what do you do? And I was so scared. So I remember like going at night and praying to God and saying, get me out of here and, and I just don't want to live that, that, that life. And, uh, and I will close my eyes and I will try to focus on the dark in my forehead and I started to go out of body or feel like such a peace and um, but what I realized is that I couldn't blame my circumstance, my dear brother or hey those girls with their eggs, all of mm-hmm. that was coming from me, my magnetism, I was not happy and that unhappiness I better change and that That was my search, search, searching to be happy somewhere with something. So, um, so all these challenge, but of course, I lost many people that I love and, uh, and many things, but always like um, the will to be better, to be happy. I think that was for me more important than any challenge. A challenge is there. It's an obstacle. And uh, same, Uh, I see challenge in the hand of people. Mm. So if I tell them, oh, boy, a big challenge is coming, or if I tell them it's a chance to be strong, it's a chance to develop courage, confidence, they will take it much better. And they will go, oh, okay, Gillian, how long that will be? I'll say, well, maybe six months. Let's see. Let's see your lines. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, all of these uh, help me to grow and to, uh, in a way, attract the life I have today that I'm so grateful about.
0: So thanks a lot for sharing your story with us. As you look back at your life, in just one sentence, what is that one major life lesson that you'd like to share with our listeners?
1: One life experience to share? Well, uh, my consultation for me was a rendezvous with yourself. I met myself and uh, I fell off my chair. So I feel if you have a chance to have a consultation with Vedic Palmistry, go for it. It's fantastic.
0: So again, thanks a lot for sharing your story. Childhood can be a very, very challenging experience and sometimes traumatic. You shared that when you were a teenager, you got bullied. When you wore that jacket that you really liked, you you went to school, a group of girls ambushed you with eggs. And I'm sure that must have been a really tough and and challenging situation, especially as a kid, because you don't know how to react. You seem to have lost your self-confidence trying to emulate the stars who you really respected and loved and not be yourself. Your brother at one point was suicidal. You were scared and worried about what was going to happen tomorrow because you were only 12 years old and uh, you had so much of your life to still live, yet you didn't give up. You strengthened your faith and you realized that uh, you couldn't just blame your circumstances because all of that, all of your external circumstances, all your external manifestations of how the world was responding to you was actually starting from within you. And that's why you embarked on your very own search, your human revolution. I think that's really inspiring and a lot of our listeners can learn from your experience. Action Tribe, whatever you focus on grows, which means that it is important to imagine, visualize and focus on the path that you intend to take and not the one that you do not intend to take. You may not know when is the right moment to make the transition. You may not know when you'll get your big opportunity and you may not even know who is going to help you embark on that path because as is obvious, you cannot do everything on your very own. But as long as you're feeding that positive visualization every day, your vision is gradually manifesting into reality. And when the right moment comes... you will be ready to take action. And on that very note, let's listen to this ancient Japanese haiku, which states, I have always known that at last I would take this road. But yesterday, I did not know that it would be today. So, Gilane, at this point in time, what is your life's calling?
1: Oh, my life calling. Well, you know, when I was young again... Uh, I remember Mm -hmm. one time in school, the teacher asked me, uh, hey, what do you want to do when you grow up? And uh, everybody said, oh, a fireman, a dancer, police. Mm. And for me, I said, I want to be a good person. And the teacher looked at me and said, well, Gillian, that's not a profession. That's not a job. (laughs) But that's all that came to me was to be good and promise by finding palmistry or the school, I found the tool who remind me I'm not good or not and how I can be better. so for me, that's my calling and uh, and it helped. So I know it can help the world and we need it these days badly,
0: for sure. And as you look back at the memories of your life, is there a defining moment that really changed your life or was pivotal in that change? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, like you said, like meeting Gansham and when he told me, uh, you should also read autobiography of a yogi of mm. Paramahansa Yogananda and I started to apply meditation and meditation just helped me because again it's like the breathing but that technique was so profound and and i just love it and since what 31 years now i'm pretty regular in my kriya yoga my technique and that's helped me so much oh yeah i i love it
0: that's amazing and with that we have arrived At the very last round for today, the wisdom round, the purpose of this rapid fire round is to provide our listeners an opportunity to build momentum in their lives and get a bit closer to their goals. Let's start with this question. What is the best advice that someone's ever given you?
1: Oh, to understand myself and to meditate. Great. (laughs) For sure.
0: Name a personal habit that keeps you going.
1: A personal habit. I guess my meditation every morning and at night I try.
0: That's great. Now, you spoke about morning. My question is, what is your morning routine like?
1: Well, I'm lucky because I live uh, here in the country, mainly because I go to Montreal, but I'm here. And uh, well, and just for fun, like this morning was so cute. And um, I had a little deer in front of my window Mm -hmm. when I made my uh, green tea. And he was uh, eating grass, so he had a big green mustache, and he was so cute. Oh. And uh, and I thought, wow, this is so nice. But uh, I wake up pretty early. I make my green tea, and then I m- make my meditation room and send candle, all of that. And then I go and do a round of Shiva mantra, Mahamudriyam Jaya that I love. And then I get into my Kriya, of course, before I do my exercise, my yoga. And uh, that will be maybe a good hour. And after that, I have my breakfast. And then I start opening my computer and, whoa, the world (laughs) (laughs) starts, And it's fun. I just love it. I really do. I love life.
0: So name a book that you'd like to recommend for our listeners today.
1: Okay, I think I did already, but I'm going to repeat. Autobiography of a Yogi from Paramahansa Yogananda great great inspirational book and uh, if you love then follow Kriya Yoga the technique he mentioned in it who is great for your evolution of your soul
0: wonderful so Action Tribe once again to access today's show notes visit my7chakras.com forward slash 147 that's my7chakras.com forward slash 147 so Gillian, thank you so much for joining us today thank you right before you go tell us what you're grateful for today and tell us the best way we can find you
1: oh I'm so grateful to have talked to you, Aditya. I'm grateful about this uh, opportunity to be able to explain Vedic palmistry. For me, if we can know how good this science is, well, Mm. the whole world will be better. So you're a beautiful agent for that. So I'm grateful. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Thanks a lot for being on the show. It is an honor to have you.
1: And my website is, uh, you can see me, well, uh, burlacenter.com, mm-hmm. and, uh, because I'm with the Burla gang. And my email is guillen at burlacenter.com. Easy. And I'm on Facebook and Twitter. Easy to find. And read the book, Happy Palmes. It's so fun. They will love it. I'm sure of that learn to
0: be happy wonderful so we'll have all these links up in the show notes your email address the website and a link to your books that people can learn more about this fascinating amazing and really inspiring practice so thank you so much for coming on our show talking to us about Vedic palmistry and how that is different from the other versions of palmistry out there and taking us one leap closer to a human revolution
1: thank you very much Aditya God bless you (laughs) and continue long time your show seven chakras go to my s-e-v-e-n chakras.com download your free gift get inspired and take action transform your life today